I am learning to fly, to levitate myself. No one's teaching me. I'm learning on my own, little by little, dream lesson by dream lesson. And I'm better at flying than I used to be. I trust my ability more now. Welcome to Fly Time Podcast with Moji and Senna. Hello, this is Moji here. Senna's not here today. You'll probably be hearing a lot of farm noises. We have plenty of birds and uh, lots of roosters and goats. <laughs> I mean, we die right now in my family home in Benin. Today, you'll be hearing my Wise African Women Retreat guests speak about their experience. The first retreat was on May 22nd to June 2nd of this year. If you missed it, don't worry. I have collaborated with birth workers from Benin to bring together Wise African Woman online course, which is on Teachable. And you can find out more information about our traditional reproductive health course on www.wiseafricanwoman.teachable.com. And for more information about the retreat, visit my website, littlebylittlebirth.com forward slash W-A-W, which stands for Wise African Woman. Um, my name is Divine Bailey Nicholas. I'm a doula and certified lactation counselor and student midwife. And I met Moji at Squat Fest mm-hmm. and, um, in New Orleans, which was a birth festival conference in New Orleans a few years ago, and um, almost, almost four years ago. And um, we just kept in touch. I think I, um, you had like an email blast list or something like mm-hmm. that, and I signed up for it. So I was just getting updates on what you were doing and, you know, the things that, um, you know, um, that you were kind of moving into. And then you, you sent out an email blast one day saying, hey, I'm thinking about um, doing a trip to my home country, Benin, and um, maybe get me in a birth retreat. And so this was maybe two years ago or so. And I was just like, okay, anytime you had like an email blast with that, please keep me abreast of that because I was like, it for me, it was very important to go to Africa with an African group, with a black group, with somebody from there. And um, that really made um, a difference um, to me because of all um, just the type of tourism that you see a lot of days where, to me, that you see that people are kind of imposing their privilege on the folks that they're visiting. And not giving back to the local community in a positive way that's sustainable. And so I just saw, like, okay, I know we go there with somebody who's from there. She ain't gonna mess up, get beside itself, you know. So I just trusted that. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm glad I made the decision. Yes, I, yeah. So, yeah, it was after. Because I, I met you at Squat, then I came. That was right before coming here um, with my daughter. And that's when, when I got back, it was when I was like, so 
driven to do this. So I, I sent out that email saying, I want to do this. How, who wants to do it? And you kept, and you even kept coming mm -hmm. back and be like, what, so when are you doing? Mm -hmm. Have you decided on a date yet? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was really, really good to see that you were excited about it. Um, yeah, so how about you, Janelle? Sure, so um, hi everybody. My name is Jamila Webb. Uh, born in D.C., but New Orleans has been my home for the last eight years. I am a registered nurse. I specialize in public health, and I've been a doula for five years. So actually, um, I know Divine through the birth work world and my doula training, and uh, she has sent an email out um, asking a few sisters in who do birth work if they wanted to join her um, to this trip to Africa. And at the time, I was actually considering going to Ethiopia, and I just felt like it was divine timing that um, she reached out to me. And um, so I'm glad I did it, and I have some of the same reasons for coming that divine did. This is my fourth trip uh, to the continent, and whenever I travel, uh, being sure that I mix in education along with entertainment and having a good time, and then making sure that whenever I do visit a place, that I tour responsibly and respectfully, give back to the locals, um, and just experience the country in a really authentic way. Mm -hmm. And um, this trip, the wild retreat is different in that also for me, I am also learning because I spent a lot, most of my adult life and most of my life in the US. And so a lot of it is me wanting to reconnect with um, the language, like knowing, you know, the, the language around health, like the name for womb, you know, like things like that, reconnecting with the language around birth work and reconnecting with the, um, with just the culture of healing and, and healers um, within here. And so it's, um, so it's, it was different in that I am learning with you at the same time, and even and that and that's also what made me open it up because I I realized that different people are interested in different things. Like I had a friend who's interested in textiles who wants really wants to know how to how it works. So I'll, I want to learn with people. Um, what parts were really touching to you, or what parts do you want to delve more into, um, and what? Um, being, yeah, being that while we're in Benin, we're staying in Wida, and the importance of Wida in the you know diasporan world because of voodoo and it being the home was very um, intriguing to me. And that um, one, when you get here and you're staying here at um, the villa, you're close to the main areas, you know, the, you're not far from the sacred forest, you're not far from the temple of the Python, and then we're on the route um, of the gate of no return, and all of that was really like, hit you almost sometimes like a ton of bricks on how much history and how much, how much culture is right here. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're interested in um, seeing that culture on top of, so you're going to have somebody that's interested in textiles, 
I can see it being no way that you can get into textiles here and separate it from the culture. You know what I'm saying? Separate it from, um, you know, just like when we talked to the midwife and she started showing us herbs, eventually she put out the herb, an, um, an herb or a plant that was used for spiritual usages. And so when you get into that type of ethnobotany, how do we use things to make things? How do we heal with them? How do we use them spiritually? Mm -hmm. I think the name is just uh, a great spot for that because you see that interaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and actually I, I was, at first, when I was in the States planning, I was thinking of finding um, midwives from different towns but once I got here I realized that I should focus on Huida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, my favorite uh, women's health part was definitely visiting the home birth midwife Nina just how she had um, everything set up the support of her husband I just really enjoyed um, Nina and the things that she showed us the other thing that really stood out to me was just all of the history. You know, Gambia, the village, I was just so amazed to see, you know, the entire community created on water. I got so much positive feedback on my social media when I shared it. So many of my friends inboxed me and said the same thing I did. Why weren't we taught this in history class? Why, why have we never heard of this before? Um, so just the history stood out to me. Um, colonization. Um, you know, I think someone who's interested and invested in Pan-African history, Black culture, Black history, a trip like this will definitely add to your um, breadth of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there is so much, you know, we keep learning the same things over and over again about Black history, about in the States and in schools, you know, it's the same things, there's no new, there's not a wide variety of real information that we learn about even 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 though it's always starts in slavery it's still mm -hmm. even within that mm -hmm. it's still like the same thing recycled right. over and over again mm -hmm. so yeah it sounds and that's part of my goal is to bring some shed some light on new stories and and find ways to communicate that for a lot of reasons we don't think of using our resources mm -hmm. for for the diaspora Mm -hmm. We always think of using it for Europeans. Mm -hmm. I really want people to know that the diaspora are able, first of all, and want to, when want to come. Black um, folks are traveling mm -hmm. and they want to come home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to add that I think you will not, you definitely will not be disappointed in your housing. You won't be disappointed in the location that you're staying with. It's beautiful. Uh, people are welcoming. Um, it's just so much history here. It's just like you just get smacked so in the much. face with so much history, especially right here in Lita. Yeah. Um, the markets, um, it's just lively, busy, bustling. And um, it's like you, you turn around and you keep seeing faces that look like you, and that's a beautiful thing. And so um, it's definitely humbling as well to see how much uh, that people are doing with things we take for granted, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know? Mm -hmm. And yes. so um, 
You know, they say once you start traveling, it changes your um, ideas of and how you see the world. And I think if you're doing, you know, if you're traveling for birth work, if you're tra traveling for um, your hobbies, if you want to know more about Boudoon or what have you, that um, definitely um, Rita and Benin is the place to go. And um, traveling with Moji is the place to go. She's being humble, but her people know a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you're definitely taken care of. And um, treated like that. Yeah, I think uh, one thing I want to add, and it's regarding this trip, but just things in general, um, just come and open your eyes. Um, as a black person, I feel that I have to constantly bombard myself with affirmations and positive images because it's so easy to, you know, it, it, it's so easy to pick up negative stories about ourselves. And so one thing that I've kind of picked up from my travels is sometimes I think us as black people across the diaspora in the U.S. and the Caribbean on the continent, we have negative expectations of each other simply because of what we may see on the television. But by being able to travel, you get to connect and meet with your people you, yourself and you'll find there's beautiful beaches here. There's some of the best and fresh fruit and produce that I've ever had in my life. The people are so friendly and welcoming, you know, and, and, hum and humble. So whatever you, your negative expectation may be or what little you may think of the continent or people of color here, you know, I would say open, up, open yourself up, come as a blank slate, and just be ready to receive all that the continent has to offer. The explorers and colonizers knew that the continent was rich, and that's why they stayed over here. <laughs> to, mm -hmm. You know, so it, it's just, it will really open your eyes.